Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The 11 to 1 Show. It's been a long, long week, but it's Friday and even the rain can't put a dampener on the Friday feeling today. Let's kick up those feel-good vibes, shall we? Here's Aha on 11 to 1. Aha, take on me, kicking us off this Friday morning. Sinead Brazel here with you. Hope you're keeping well. Hope the Friday feeling has reached you. If it hasn't, don't worry. I've lots on the way for you to get you in the Friday vibes. Now, I want to direct my attention specifically to David. Yes, you, David. Are you all right now? Do you need a little hug, maybe? Do you need a little lie down? Is it attention that you crave? Is that what it is? Well, David has been in the news today. How come? Well, David apparently is the biggest complainer online. Yeah. Now, look, if moaning was an Olympic sport, I think Irish people could win gold. We love it, don't we? Oh, isn't the weather dreadful? Look at it out there. Rain and cats and dogs. Oh, isn't life so stressful? There's so much going on. Oh, my God. I got a cold cup of coffee this morning. Irish people were fantastic at it. But David... You are the biggest complainer online. According to analysis of Trustpilot, people called David are the moaniest keyboard warriors around. Oh, so you're that fella now straight away when you post something that you're going click, 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 click with your, you know, annoying sort of comments, you know. David has left over 20,000 one star reviews since the website launched more than anyone else. Ah, now. Ah, now. Other big complainers. Don't worry, David. You're not alone. Paul, we're looking at you. John, we're looking at you too. Oh, you love a good moan, don't you? Oh, you love a good type there now in a nasty review on Trustpilot. Oh, yeah. They are big complainers, Pauls and Johns and Davids. Men dominate the top 15 moaners with names Mark... James, Steve, Michael and Andrew also featuring. Now you might think, who could be the biggest female critics? No, not Karen. It's Sarah. We're looking at you, Sarah. You are the biggest female complainer online. Oh, the Karens are rejoicing now, aren't they? Oh yeah, it was Sarah all this time who wanted to speak to the manager. There you go. What's going on now, David? You're the biggest one. What is going on in your life that you feel so compelled to moan? Maybe you might moan at me now on 86 658 Go to line with the one. There was bound to be at least one David that would be annoyed at me on 86 658 He says, as a proud David, I take complete offence. I never complain, except for this. And that one time I got served a really cold dinner. Ah, look, it, that's allowed. I'm going to say now. You know, if you get served something wrong in a restaurant, although <laughs> I do that really kind of Irish thing where I'm mortified to send something back and I sort of just suffer it and swallow down the horrific food anyway and sort of don't complain, but then complain to my friends and moan about it for the rest of the night. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I can't complain in restaurants. That is a thing that I'm not able to do. Uh, I just want to mention couple of fundraisers going on in uh, the local area here. It's a fundraising event. This is very cool. It seems the Barbie core is still uh, going strong. But this is Barbie and Ken night. Uh, it's a dress up. Now you can dress up uh, optionally if you want. But how much fun would it be to dress up as Barbie and Ken? It is happening Friday the 22nd of September in the Carneros Inn. It's a fundraiser for Tommy Riley. And it says, come on, Tommy, let's go party. Love it. Music and raffle on the night and admissions. Uh, by donations on the night as well. So 22nd of September in the Carneros Inn, a Barbie and Ken night. I'm loving that idea. Absolutely brilliant. They also have another one 
on the 27th or sorry the 23rd of September another fundraiser for Tommy Riley uh, who's Eddie will be performing in the Karen Ross in doors there at 9pm admission is 10 euro and there's a raffle and as well on the Sunday so it's a full weekend of fundraisers drive and jive for Tommy and uh, it's a tractor run at 1pm tug of war at 3.30pm music for the evening with local guests so that's all happening that weekend from the 22nd until the 24th and all support greatly appreciated going to take a quick break but on the way we've got music from Anne-Marie and it is going to be time for Fionn's Friday Floor Filler song that's all coming your way The 11 to 1 show It's been a long week with the stress of getting kids back to school we need to start the weekend early how do we do that? Friday Floor Filler on 11 to 1 Yes, it's time for Fionn to go back into the archives and pick a Friday floor filler song that we can dance around the place to after 12. But to whet the appetite, he has a clue, don't you, Fionn? Hey, Sinead. Yes, I'm back again with another Friday floor filler. I've picked a tune this week that's guaranteed to get you racing to the dance floor. I've taken a snippet of it and I've reversed it. All you have to do is guess the song title and the artist. Here's the snippet in reverse. Oh, what do you think? I'll play it again. If you think you know what my Friday floor filler is this week, text WhatsApp or voice note into Sinead with your answers. Best of luck. Ooh, a little bit tricky. I can tell you that there's a couple of artists involved in this, right? So even if you get one of them, that would be great. Uh, 086-1800-658. We have a Keep Cup up for grabs as well. The coveted LMFM Keep Cup. So what is Fionn's Friday floor filler song? Can you guess the name of it? And the artist 086-1800-658. Loving that one. And Marie and Shania Twain, unhealthy and LMFM's 11 to 1. Michelle in Dunboyne, straight in with the Friday Floor Filler song, as is Kira. She has all the artists on it as well. Fair play to you. So there is three male, three female artists involved in that song, okay? That's the only clue now I'm going to give you. Come on. 086 1800 658. And we'll be playing the Friday Floor Filler song after 12. Now, getting back to the music, here's Van Morrison. I'm a Van the man, right side of the road. Now he's a former rugby player, front man with the Blizzards and more importantly, I think, he is Ireland's most prolific mental health advocate. Niall Berezi is uh, going to be coming to the North East. He's coming to Trim actually for the Puka Festival and also to the TLT in November. He is bringing his live uh, podcast recording, Where Is My Mind, to the area and we're going to be chatting to Brezzy next. <laughs> The 11 to 1 show. Why has life become so complicated? Why is it so tricky to stay connected to what matters in our lives? And what is it that helps us to get back on track after our heads and hearts get derailed? Musician and Ireland's most prolific mental health advocate, Niall Brezzy Breslin, sets out to answer these questions and multiple more as he brings his critically acclaimed and award-winning podcast, Where Is My Mind?, to a number of venues across Ireland, including the TLT in Drogheda and Trim Castle Hotel. I'm delighted to have Brezzy on the line with me now. Welcome back to 11 to 1. How are you? I'm grand. How are you? I am good. I'm good. Now, this is a really nice full circle because I think it was back in July 2019 you joined me on the show Where Is My Mind dropped its first episode and now it's just going from strength to strength. I mean, when you put it out there in 2019 you probably could only dream about the impact that it's now having. Yeah, I mean, it's now when I put it out like I, I, I kind of not there was a few podcasts kind of you know rocking around mm. and then now nearly everybody has one so I kind of felt at the time I was only trying to kind of use the information that I had learned in my studies and kind of trying to make it accessible for people so they could understand that you know an awful lot of what we deal with is just the chaos of the modern world like the modern world is so chaotic and so overwhelming and often we tell people that they need to be more resilient rather than well. Jeez, lads, the world is a bit mad and it's overwhelming all of us. 
Oh, I totally, totally. And you know, when you put it like that, you know, and I, I mentioned to you this before because, you know, you were one of the first famous people that I, you know, really admired who spoke out about mental health issues. And I remember distinctly reading an interview, um, which was you promoting the book, Me and My Mate Jeffrey. And then I read that book and you were so honest about your experience. And I thought, finally, like somebody with a high profile is speaking really, really honestly about this difficult, dark stuff that so many of us experience. Like what motivated you to, to use your voice? and were you worried about how people would react initially? I, I was more worried about my friends, if I'm honest, and the reason being is I had this horrible feeling that if I told them everything that they would think I was, you know, lying to them for so long and mm. it wasn't me or it was a different version of me and a few of them were a bit confused and, and upset and then with the public, I remember writing a, a note to my mum and I said, I'm going to lose my job and I'm going to have to leave the country. And that was genuinely how I felt wow. I, it would go. But I didn't care because it was less terrifying to speak publicly about it than to hide it for the rest of my life again. And at that point, I, I'd kind of seen, you know, the system itself isn't very good no. at helping people. Society has, has so much stigma, so people aren't actually even looking for help. So I just, you know, I didn't think it was going to go into this. I didn't think it was going to go into my charity, my PhD. I didn't see that. You know, I didn't think... If you told me 20 years ago I'd be doing a PhD in Irish psychiatric sy- systems, I really would have laughed at you, like, because yeah. I was so terrified of them. So I, I'm doing it because I think we have an opportunity here. And I know it's difficult and families are struggling so much with trying to get help for their loved ones and people are overwhelmed. And I see that, but I also see an opportunity for Ireland to be world leaders in how we actually look after kids and adolescents in terms of mental health for a population of 5 million people. We can do it, but it's going to take serious bravery and courage from politicians, which we just haven't seen yet, to be honest. Yeah, and this, I did see your incredibly passionate speech to the to the Oireachtas Committee about this, you know. Um, I mean, you, you spoke so from the heart about what needs to be done, about your own experience, you know, the, 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 the sheer level of exhaustion as well that goes through people who are, I suppose, going through this, but also kind of concealing it to the outside world. That was very much present in your speech as well. I mean, look, you know, you, you're... you're you're a doer, Niall. Do you know what I mean? You're you're not sitting here going, OK, let's talk about what we can do. You're actually doing this through the Lust for Life, which is such a fantastic charity. Have you seen some impact in, in how this is going in terms of introducing these techniques into primary schools and secondary schools? Yeah, because we've done the research, you know, we've, we, we've worked with UCD and DCU to make these evidence based. We're, we put everything we have into them. They're free. Like, these are mm. free for schools. Uh, they're in over a 1,000 primary schools now in Ireland. And by the end of 2024, we will have these mental health and emotional literacy programs in every school in Ireland, uh, every primary school. We're now focusing on secondary schools. We've just started our work on that. But yesterday I heard, you know, Mr. Donnelly talking about we're going to ban mobile phones. I mean, it's, there's much more to this than mm. banning mobile phones. And that's just distraction, just distracting away from the reality of an utterly dysfunctional system. That is decades in the making. It's not his fault. It's not, you know, it really isn't. But it's just because politicians and political parties have ignored this because they're terrified of they're terrified of this area, and they don't need to be. You know, this can work with proper leadership. And my focus in my research and my PhD is early prevention. Like, how do we look at that? What does that look like? How do we implement it? How do we support the teachers in that implementation? Because the last thing we need here, Sinead, is to throw more on top of teachers. Oh, completely. You know, yeah. what they're dealing with. So we're trying to make this work on many different levels. And I believe it with every cell in my body that it's it's the way forward. It's not going to solve all the problems, mm. uh, but it's certainly going to have a huge impact if we can do it properly. Oh, really well. And like you say, it's it's about breaking down that fear. And, you know, even as a politician, going to say somebody like you and going, I don't know where to start here. Tell me where to start. How can we make even a small change going forward with this that will make a big impact down the line? Absolutely. I have to ask you now as well about um, the, the Lust for Life and the, the kayak experience because you kayaked down the River Shannon uh, with some mates uh, to raise a huge amount of money for Lust for Life. How did that go? And were you an experienced kayaker? Because I didn't know this about you. It was horrible. <laughs> I'll be honest. It was absolutely horrible. I, I really had no idea how big the Shannon was. I know that's a ridiculous thing to say. 
<laughs> but I had no idea how many legs were in it. And I also had no idea that Ireland can get such crap summers. Like oh, the well, listen now, come on. Yeah, horrific this year. Face. Yeah. It was carnage. And uh, when you say, did I have any experience? Nothing. I barely <laughs> fit in the kayak. And <laughs> That's the big we, rugby body now. That's the yeah, rugby big, body trying to squeeze it. <laughs> had to try and squeeze it into the thing. And like we, we do you know what the best part about it mm. was? Like we were so naive to what was ahead of us. And if we knew what was ahead of us, we wouldn't have done it. Yeah. And I think that's a lesson for everybody. Sometimes a good way to approach things is to look at the, look at the end point and work backwards because we, we, we put so many obstacles in our way. And it wasn't, you know, it was dangerous at points. Like Loch mm. Derg was not safe. Like yeah. The Iron Light went out looking for us. But sure, we were already in the pub. We were finished about three oh. hours. <laughs> but it, it was a very... Very, uh, like, the secondary theme of the whole thing was how can we create positive male role models Mm. in a world that feels a little bit absent of them at the moment. And we put so much of our attention on, you know, the bad eggs that talk utter nonsense around masculinity. And then we hear labels like masculinity crisis and toxic masculinity. And that's not helping. It's not Mm. helping. There Mm. are very good men out there who who know they have to take responsibility and accountability and, and... uh, I think young men need to hear that uh, at the moment. And that's something that we, we very much are passionate about as well with our work. Oh, I think, yeah, it, it's it's so needed. It really, really is. And to have, as you say, something like this on a, on a grand scale, bringing that message. And, and also the, the the huge money that was raised is just fantastic. Just to circle back now to, to the podcast, because, um, you know, as we mentioned, where is my mind? It's just flying it. But, you know, when you think of the guest list, I mean, oh, my God. The people they've had on this are unreal. Like Adam Clayton, Moby, Deepak Chopra. I mean, I'm a big fan of his. A man with so, so much wisdom. Like you could probably learn something from every guest, but probably going to put you on the spot here now. But when you think of the guest list, who stands out? Well, Deepak Chopra, what was really interesting with him Mm. was I studied him in my master's. And I kind of said, how am I going to bring something different to the table with this guy? Because he probably heard everyone talking everything to him and, so I talked about Irish spirituality and the pagans and how the Irish used to meditate off the land. And, oh, and he was just so interested in this idea of Irish spirituality. And it's, it was just something different to bring to him. And he really, and then he reached out to me after. It was like, like I really found that fascinating. Is there anyone mm-hmm. that I recommend him reading? And then I just sent him a John O'Donoghue book, Anam Cara. Sorry, you, you gave him some reading. You gave deep some reading, yeah. And reading. he better have done it now, because <laughs> if he doesn't do his homework, I'll be, I'll be writing a very strongly worded email to him. <laughs> but he probably knows it already. He probably can read minds. But I think the, the best guest I had was actually, the most impactful was, yep. was the men's sheds in Ballybrack. I went oh, down really? to Ballybrack. Mm. And I sat with six or seven of them and had this really open conversation, you know, men from 16 to 75. And this guy, Eddie, turns around and he's like, talks about how, how his abuse as a child by his parents and his dad and how he would never pass that on to his children. And mm. It had this huge, it was actually, funny enough, our most listened to episode given... Mm. We it have just all these goes to guests. show you. Yeah, it really yeah. does. And people want to hear from the ordinary man. They really do, who have overcome these immense, immense things and challenges in their lives. They really do. And I love that you went into the Men's Shed because it is such an important organisation that is like, it, the way that that was rolled out in this country was just fantastic. And what it is doing in rural communities and beyond is just, is really tremendous. It really is. It really is. And I mean, I remember when John set that up and we were trying to set up a lust for life at the time and mm. I was looking for advice off him. And I think that is really an important point. I think, it, yes, uh, men's sheds are very much uh, part of the kind of urban settings in Dublin, but yeah. rural Ireland has been, uh, it, it has been slightly forgotten about in terms of how countries work. And, and I don't think we need to make a song and dance about it, but they're, they're, the infrastructure that that is required for rural Ireland. Ireland is an agricultural country. Country. It is the country that is its entire traditions and history are based on its rural foundations. And mm. I think very quickly we get caught up with big tech companies and big rental markets in Dublin, and we forget about the rest of the country. And there's so much to offer. Like even Mullingar, where I'm from, you know, it's this incredible buzzing town with yeah. so much going on in it, and it is. It's a heart. It's a heartbeat of a place. So is Drogheda, you know. I mean, uh, Drogheda is this massive town that offers so much. We, sh- we need to stop overly focusing on Dublin all the time, you know. Yeah. 
Totally. And that's why I love that you are bringing the podcast around as well. So you're coming to, to Trim for the Puka Festival and also to the TLT in November. Now, I'm probably going to get a, a hard no to the answer to this question. But can you give us even like a whiff of who might be with you? I know you're going to have special guests. Is there a sniff of a guest you could tell me about? Well, for... TLT, not yet, but okay. it's looking for the Puka Festival that I'm going to have a sit-down chat with Rory Stories. Who <gasps> I, Brilliant, who I, I love Rory. Yes. Yeah, I, 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 there's a lot to the guy. Uh, I've met him many times. There's a lot to him. And and hopefully the type of conversation that I have with people like him, you get something different. You get a slightly different approach. And like the podcast itself, the night is a lot of fun. Like there's yeah. a lot of music, spoken word. It's quite irreverent and heartwarming. It's not this intense... Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, is it going to be intense and mental? It's not. No. It's, it's a lot of it's me kind of, if I'm honest, laughing at the state of my own mind. And, right. and the chaos that was up there and still is, to be honest. And I, I enjoy talking about it because yeah. I make sense of it. And really, the three things I want from the Light Podcast is mm. I want people to, to be relatable to it. I want them to see themselves in what I'm saying. I want it to be vulnerable. I want it to be funny and fun. And I want it to be functional. Like, what are you going to walk away with? Uh, when you leave and that's what you got to do for live shows Oh totally and you know what, what, that, what, whoever came up with the idea of bringing podcasts into a live setting was genius because particularly for a podcast like this because you know it's as you say creating the actual conversation in the space around mental health we're not just privately listening to it as we go on our commute or whatever so it's a pretty genius idea do you get a little bit anxious though beforehand? Nope not anymore. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I've I've so many years of Diego behind me, mm. and uh, the one thing I, that I do fight, like I'm a I'm a piano player actually. My first instrument's piano, and oh, I, wow. I, I never really played it a lot live. And I bring a lot of piano into it, so I get a bit nervous of that because when you get a bit sweaty, your fingers oh, just yeah, double in size, yeah, and you get this kind of weird kind of I call it chubby finger syndrome where where you start making mistakes because you get a bit nervous. But uh, the more you play. And then as everyone, people always say, it's like a spot in your face. You, you think the world can see it and no one can. Yeah. It's the same at mistakes on stage. Most people just don't hear them. No, they really don't. They really, really don't. And how are you getting on yourself in terms of, because you're so busy and, you know, like we were talking about this before, you know, the like the world right now is so on, you know, we're always so busy. We've got like multiple balls juggling in the air and this idea of putting the balls down and actually taking some time for self-care is, is something we all struggle with. So in terms of switching off completely are you good at doing that? I am. I'm very good. I had to become good at it. I wasn't. And I believe we need a rest revolution. Like you go on mm. TikTok for five seconds and you hear some some lad talking about going to the gym at two in the morning and having a flat seat smoothie by three o'clock and a full yeah. day is worked on by six AM. It's nonsense. It's just nonsense. And it's it's I, I'm I'm telling you it's nonsense. Anybody who I know who's been incredibly successful in their life, sustainably successful, have understand that the power of rest whether you're an athlete, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether whatever you are. So one of the biggest words of advice I give to people is learn how to sit in your arse and do nothing and not mm. feel guilty about it. Oh, if you can course. do that, everything changes. And, and there's a difference in doing that all the time. Yeah, yeah. But knowing when I actually don't have it in me today and I'm tired mm. and I'm exhausted, and that might be even socially, you, you, you mightn't be able to, to socialise. You might feel you just need to be with yourself for you know, a couple hours or a day. And I do that a lot. Mm. Um, and it's really important to me so if you want to be successful in anything learn how to rest learn how to rest I mean it's simple but so so difficult at the same time it really is oh Bracey it's been such a pleasure chatting to you we need more people out there making a real difference like you're doing we really really do so so looking forward to the live shows thank you so much for taking the time out this morning to chat to us Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks a million. Tickets available on the venue websites, but also the the best place to get them all is nilbreslin.com. As I say, he's going to be at the Puka Festival in Trim on the 27th of October and also the 4th of November in the TLT. The 11 to 1 show with Gilmore. Looks like we might need some more help on the Friends Friday Floor Filler song that's coming your way very shortly. But first, it's time to go back in time. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day in 1941, Jews living in Germany are required to wear a yellow star of David. And today is Ginger Cat Appreciation Day. So cats have 
have been a part of the human experience nearly as long as dogs and have served as an important role in our lives as companions. So Ginger Cat Appreciation Day celebrates the most glorious of the female com- or the feline companions, the Ginger Cat. So give it up for the Ginger Cat today. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie Some answers slowly but surely trickling in on 086 658. It is for Fionn's Friday Floor Filler song. We need you to guess the artists. Now we have artists, three female artists this week I can tell you. And the name of the song, okay, from our clip which is in reverse. Here's the clip in reverse if you missed it from earlier on. You have it. It's on the tip of your tongue. 086-1800-658. There is a keep cup up for grabs and I can tell you that the name of the song is a loud sound. Now, come on, I'm giving it away this week. Come on, 086-1800-658. News at 12 is approaching, but after that, Niall O'Brien is going to be with us talking movies, Equaliser 3. I'm so excited. I'm a big, big fan of Denzel Washington. Loved him in all the Equaliser movies. He's back for a third one. And as well as that, local movie, Baz Black's movie, Dublin Crust, is also up for discussion and Niall has cinema tickets to give away. That's all coming up after 12. The 11 to 1 show. Ready to start the weekend? Fionn's Friday Floor Filler song on the way very shortly. Oh, if we just close our eyes and imagine that we are in a car with the top down and the sun is shining, that could just work wonders for us today. George Ezra, shotgun on LMFM's 11 to 1. I can say... Irene in RD it's not sound of the underground girls allowed okay but you're sort of like you're in the the sort of wheelhouse of that right but uh, think more modern than that because wasn't that the initial single of girls allowed it's not girls allowed though by the way but it is all female artists we're talking about Fionn's Friday Floor Filler song yes Friday Floor Filler on 11 to 1 what is it though? What is it? We played a little snippet of the song in reverse earlier on. I'm going to give you the last chance now to listen to the snippet. Who is the artist's Okay, three artists, but if you, you get one, it's grand. And what is the name of the song? Here is the snippet again in reverse. Yeah. I gave you a big clue as well. I said three female artists and also the name of the song is a, a loud sound. Come on now. 86 658 We're going to be playing that very, very shortly. Want to do a little request here. Best of luck to Sarah Hanratty and Maeve Duffy from Carrick Macross Kickboxing Club. They are in the final today in the European Kickboxing Championships in Turkey. Amazing stuff. Best of luck to the both of the girls there in the in the club. Also, well done to Sean McMahon. He won a bronze medal in the championship. Let's hope the girls can bring one home as well, or even better, maybe a gold. You wouldn't know. But uh, best of luck to them. And uh, we're all behind you here in LMFM land. Uh, and hopefully things go well for you. Now, getting back to celebrity news now, here's the buzz. The buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Max. The Golden Bachelor comes out in just under a month. This version of The Bachelor has a twist. The Bachelor and all the women are aged 60 to 75. Here are some of the contestants vying for Jerry Turner's heart. It's a good time for us to realize in these golden years that we have a lot of life to live. I am 66 and my heart is wide open. Live life out loud. We're still fun. We have a lot of zest for life. You know, I don't watch anything with old people on it because I don't want to get old. Ariana Grande is officially leaving Scooter Braun's management. She follows Demi Lovato, who announced her split for Braun just a week ago. Sources say she is now building her own management team. Nelly Furtado, Justin Timberlake and Timbaland have released their long-awaited reunion hit. Keep Going Up came out today. It's Nelly's first hit with Timbaland since 2009. Here's a snippet.
That's The Buzz. I'm Max. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Ah, you need a little helping hand. 0861800658. Joanne has it. Who else have we got here? This is just coming in from Sharon, who has it as well. Uh, Also, we have... Barbara, she has it as well. Um, the answer is, yeah, we have Eileen in Dundalk getting it as well. We have Karen in Dundalk getting it as well. Uh, Michelle in Dundalk. We have Nicola in Ballsgrove. We have uh, Michelle Butler in Dunboyne. We have Kira as well. I have another one coming in. It is Deirdre getting it right as well. Let's switch over to the text. Ah, we're flying in now. Uh, you've got the name of the song, but Thomas, not uh, the, the artists, but you've got the name of the song. Well done. Uh, also, we have Wendy over there in uh, Rowan Heights getting it right as well. Fionn, what was your Friday Floor Filler song this week? My Friday Floor Filler this week is by Jesse J, Ariana Grande and Nicki Minaj. It's called Bang Bang. Here it is. Well, what a what a Friday floor filler song that was absolutely brilliant. Jesse J, Ariana Grande, Nicki Minaj, bang bang. And if you will be back with another Friday floor filler song next week. Now we are going to be talking movies, action-packed movies, and punks getting back together in the band. Yes, it's going to be some great chat with Niall O'Brien. Movies on the way. LMFM's Real Reviews Sponsored by Omniplex Cinemas Enjoy a ticket to every movie With My OmniPass For more information Log on to Omniplex.ie Forward slash join And enjoy the greatest blockbusters All the time At Omniplex Deluxe Strahada Dundalk And Balbriggan It's Friday We're talking movies Niall O'Brien is on the line How are you getting on Niall? I'm doing very well because you know what day tomorrow is? It's National Cinema Day. Yes. Ridiculously low, low prices at the cinema. And Ed, look at all the good ones are already sold out. Forget about it, people. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I did see, I did see Top Gun somewhere, which is quite cool. And uh, yeah, there's, look, there is, there is some availability, but you're going to have to be fast. Do you know what I mean? Get on there. You know, you know what I say? I say every day is National Cinema. It is. It is. And uh, it's fantastic to have a nationwide uh, initiative like that. It really is. Now, uh, tickets to the cinema would be nice as well for free, you know, uh, which we have. It is our regular competition. That's who, That's right. It's Who's That Talking Now. Identify the voice of the mystery actor or filmmaker. You can win a pair, as you say, of tickets to the Omniplex Cinema for the film of your choice. Yes, and they have locations. A new one now. Omniplex mm. Deluxe Venue in Drogheda and also Scotch Hall. Omniplex Dundalk or Omniplex Balbriggan. And there's some fantastic films out right now. The best way to see them is on the big screen. All of the details are on omniplex.ie. This is very easy this week. No clue required. It is very easy. No, yeah, clue, yeah. no clue needed. Okay, so who is this talking now? 086-1800-658. Preferred Shakespeare, Midsummer Night's Dream or Henry V? I'll say Henry V because I haven't done it. Ooh, come on now. Very easy. Yeah, he did a very good uh, version of Macbeth recently. Oh. Directed by one of the Cone brothers. Yeah, so if you're a Shakespeare fan... Then, Definitely uh, going to check that one yeah, out. Yeah. Out. So who is this talking? 086-1800-658. Now, I am... Um, so excited to be still my beating heart. He's back <laughs> in cinemas. It is the Equalizer 3. Tell me about this. No, no, it's called the Threequalizer. Oh, okay, very good. Yeah. <laughs> and it is, of course, the third installment based on the 80s TV series that starred Edward Woodward as a retired secret agent who gets tired of secret agenting. And he puts an ad in the paper saying, if you've got a problem and the odds are against you, call the Equalizer. It was a guilty pleasure. I was much too young to watch it. It was on very late at night. I had little white TV in my room, <laughs> black and white TV. I felt a bit naughty watching it late because it was quite violent and stuff, you know. And this film is quite violent as well. But the 2014 first movie, The Equalizer, starring Denzel Washington, as Robert McCall, uh, was a, a huge success, a bit of a surprise success, and it spawned a sequel. And this is the latest, uh, third, and they're saying final oh, yeah. outing uh, for Robert McCall, the ex spy and now a righteous avenger of wrongs. And it's directed by Antoine Fuqua, who works a lot with Denzel. Mm. Training Day, I think, probably would have been the, the one people had known for. And he wastes no time in getting down to the equalizing. The film opens uh, the glory aftermath of of an encounter between Robert McCall and these, uh, let's say, unfortunate bad guys, guys, really. 
But as he's making his his uh, not getaway, he's strolling out because they're all dead. <laughs> he is caught off guard by a very unsuspecting kind of assailant, and he ends up with a bullet in his back. It's not really a bit of a spoiler because I have to set it up because what happens then is he's taken in by the residents of this small Sicilian town of Altamonte to recover from his injuries. And he's staying with the local doctor as he returns to health, and we begin what I call the segment of the movie, which I call Denzel has a nice holiday in Sicily. Love it. <laughs> there's, yeah. There's not a lot. I have to be honest with you. We start off with a lot of equalising. This bit, there's not a lot of equalising. Okay. There's a lot of contemplative strolls and small talk with the locals and drinking tea at the cafe and going to the food market and savouring the local delicacies and ruffling the hair of cute urchins and <laughs> watching black and white films in the town square and enjoying a salad at the local trattoria. He, he, he got <laughs> lost in a good year with Russell Crowe. That's <laughs> what's did, happened yeah, there. It's like yeah, a yeah. crossover. Yeah. Uh, but what happens is a gang uh, from Naples who are extorting the poor working class people of this town, Altamonte, uh, they are there and the equaliser basically has to wonder if it's time to start a little bit of equalising so we have a little clip here of him doing such here it is you like being in other people's business I'm really beginning to like this place and the people I'm starting to believe from the bottom of my heart that this is where I'm supposed to be so whatever it is that you and your friends do. Please do it somewhere else. You warning me? I'm preparing you. I got real good at this. It's just stop it, but I'm very sympathetic. Is that a Timex? No. It's a boot. Right there. Right there. What's the title of it? Sadone! That's the median nerve that I'm compressing. On a scale from one to ten, that's a two. That's a three. You don't want me to go to four. I don't want that. They don't want that. Tell your compadres that they can leave. Oh, don't cross him. Just don't be ruining no, his holiday. Don't, you know what I mean? Don't get, don't get on his median nerve. Because <laughs> very painful. I love the way the piano music is just changing oh, yeah. in the background as yeah, well as yeah. that happens. Yeah. So as well as as angering the Gomorrah, uh, the Sicilian mafia, the other part of McCall's life uh, rears its head, and a CIA agent, uh, Emma Collins, played by Dakota Fanning, oh, brilliant. tracks him down. And they would have worked together twenty years yeah. ago in a great film called Man on Fire, and they have a really easy chemistry. You can tell that they've known each other for years basically and they have a nice little back and forth now one thing I will say the bad guys aren't as interesting as they have been in the previous installments they're fairly thinly drawn they're fairly unmemorable they are they do pretty horrific horrible things all right so when the equalizing gets down to equalizing then you're quite happy you know what I mean but you never really feel that they offer much of a challenge for Denzel you know this movie fits into what is best described, I think, as dad action movies. Or I know your mom is a big fan. I was of just going to say, <laughs> my mother will be loving this. Now, she kind of, you know, I think initially when we brought her to the first Equalizer, she was like, oh my goodness, she didn't expect it to be so. But she loves Denzel, you know what I mean? Yes. That's that's what's happening. And she, yeah. gets, she gets that nice travelogue portion. As yeah, well she does. This one, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the dad action movies, of course, Liam Neeson really he seems exclusively to make films like that nowadays. But this, I think, is in a different league. This is a cut above those ones, you know. And at 68 years of age, Denzel makes a very watchable and believable action star. He has, of course, the effortless charm and he's sharp and witty. He, you know, he doesn't, he's a man of few words, but mm. when he speaks, they are very important. And in this film, he has a kind of cynicism that the character didn't have before because, like I say, at the start, he's, he's missed a step a little bit. Something's happened then it's put him kind of he's, he's got to recover from it you know um and you can see why he works so much with Antoine Fuqua because Antoine Fuqua knows when he's not speaking you still just leave the camera on him because he can say so much without saying anything at all yeah. you know um okay like I say when the equalizing commits to doing a bit of equalizing it's it's really satisfying film I really enjoyed it and I actually enjoyed the kind of pottering around the Sicilian village as well that's because it's really it's 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 happening to your fantasy there, Niall. Do you know what I mean? The, you, yes. This is where you want to retire to. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was actually going, maybe I could retire to anything. 
Um, and you'd love the black and white, you know what I mean? Yes, Maybe the films the yeah, you, you'd love it. Yeah, yeah. you'd love it. Um, so moving from, you know, tackling low lives to low lives forming a band together in Dublin Crust. That's right, yes. <laughs> Dublin Crust, written and directed by Baz Black, and he plays Bonehead, who's just been released from prison, and he sets about getting the band back together for one last gig. So it's kind of a story we've seen before. In this case, the band in question are the punk rock band Crust, legendary for their anarchic gigs, but they split up 10 years ago, due in no small part to Bonehead, and 10 years have passed, waistlines have grown. The question is, can they squeeze back into their skinny jeans? The hairlines have receded. Is there enough up top to make a mohawk? That's what this film asks, and, you know, it's it's no uh, it's no spoiler to say, but yes, there is. They can't wait to get back on stage, really. Uh, it's really, it's a great film. It's entertaining, it's engaging, it's emotional, and it's straight away, it grabs you by the buzzcocks, shall we say. You're immersed, <laughs> you're immersed in to the world of these characters you know and they're really what I really found watching it was each of them are really distinct you know yeah. they're really relatable well drawn we all know people like each of these band members you know what I mean you don't need to be a fan of punk to enjoy this no, film definitely not. but if you have ever been passionate about anything or maybe you thought that you missed your big shot years ago you're going to be able to relate to this There's, it's so funny there's great comic relief uh, from an actor called Paul Fitzgerald playing Mickey oh, he'll laugh every time he comes yeah, on he's fantastic he has stolen so many scenes in this film and he's that yeah. sort of dodgy guy that can get you stuff <laughs> get you but just don't, like. don't ask him how yeah, he got you where, yeah, yeah. where it came from Yeah, <laughs> it's also I have to say surprisingly emotional it, yeah. it pulls at the old heartstrings, you know. Uh, it's got great energy. It really does. Apart from Baz, uh, who's fantastic as Bonehead, a uh, real good central core of the film. We've got Joe Rooney also of this parish as a happy yep. character. Terence, yeah. Louise McCann, Jerry Cannon. The entire cast, there are too many to name. They do a great job. Uh, the only downside I have to say is I was not invited to the, <laughs> uh, the exclusive premiere. <laughs> oh, I think only one came in the post and you grabbed it straight no, away. No, no, it's called it. the Glitterati, you know what I mean, <laughs> where just we're invited, you know what I'm saying? Like it just, that's, uh, what can I say with regards to that? No, and I have to agree with everything that you're saying. And just to point out to people as well that the um, two of the main cast, uh, Eddie Nils, who plays Eddie and Andy, they are not actors. They are musicians. And by golly, they are just phenomenal in this they really are and it's that like it, like the tagline says it's the commitments meets train spotting has an illegitimate child with the full Monty that's exactly <laughs> what this movie is and you'll be pointing out all the locations in the in the local area here you'll be able to spot them all and uh, for a film like I say that's an independent no funding Nile shot in seven yeah. days something like ridiculous like over 20 something locations for this as well and to see this in the Omniplex is just fantastic and there's a fantastic scene with LMFM in all its glory in theirs <laughs> product <laughs> so, placement product placement absolutely so continued success to Baz we are eager yes. to see what he is going to do next but Dublin Crust rush out and see it absolutely it's fantastic yeah. um, and it's worth it's worth mentioning just you know you kind of think like the hard thing that because you do say as you say the hard thing is getting the film made yeah. but the harder thing then is to get it out there and get it seen so fair play to Omniplex I know that we're big fans of them here anyway but they they have really got behind this movie haven't they they really have and I have to also shout out to the music as well because even though I'm not a punk fan I was going around singing that all that glitters all is gold every like it was running around in my head it is a fantastic soundtrack as well so people will really enjoy that and it's going to be it's going to be up there as a, as a great Irish cinema classic it really is um, so moving on to our streaming review now and we have One Piece on Netflix one Piece on Netflix, yes, based on the best-selling manga and anime. One Piece is the story of Monkey D. Luffy, played in this by uh, Naki Godoy, who is on a grand quest to find a fabled treasure known as the One Piece and become king of the pirates. This is set in a kind of world where there were it's just oceans and then various little islands around, and there's pirates everywhere. So we have a little clip here of yep. just setting up the, the world that we're in when we watch One Piece. The seas are divided into four quadrants. East blue, north blue, west, south. This thin strip of land that circles the globe is called the red line. And this band across the middle is the grand line, a treacherous stretch of ocean with bigger islands, bigger cities, bigger pirates, flush with riches and ripe for the picking. And that's where we're gonna find the one piece. I'm taking out a lot of pirates looking for that thing. What is it? Like a big diamond or something? It's called Roger's treasure. He hid it somewhere in the Grand Line, all in one piece. 
It's a myth. The reason no one's found it in 22 years is that it doesn't exist. Can't wait to see the look on your face when we find it. Oh, that's looking interesting. I know somebody in my house is going to love that. Yeah, yeah. And it, what we have essentially is a, a zanier kind of version of Pirates of the Caribbean. We even meet our central character, Luffy, on a boat that's slowly sinking for the first time. Um, there's a band of unlikable outlaws that we heard there. They're searching for this treasure, the one piece that will confer the title of pirate, King of the Pirates on whoever gets it. And they're being pursued by not only rival pirates, but kind of vaguely corrupt Navy officials as well. Uh, but Monkey D. Luffy is nothing like Jack Sparrow. He's cheerful. He's wide eyed. He's an optimist. And he also has these stretchy limbed powers that come from eating a devil's fruit when he was young. And he wants to become a pirate king uh, without actually stealing anything or terrorizing anyone. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we've got these these zany kind of cast, if you like. It's it's an outlandish kind of vibe to this that really fits in. What I'd liken it to is a kind of Saturday morning cartoon, if you like. Yeah. There are 21,450 pages of source material from, oh, the God. One, from the One Piece manga. So if they want to, obviously they've just taken a very small portion to adapt into this. But if it does well, then there's a lot of potential for a, a sequel. But Netflix has a track record of cancelling their live action anime adaptations mm. fairly swiftly. But in the meantime, you'll have great fun with this. It's quirky. Um, I think hardcore fans of the original manga and a very successful anime will like it. And newbies, which I have to confess, I was aware of One Piece but I'd never read it newbies like me I enjoyed I've only seen the first two episodes but I will definitely stick with it there's eight episodes in the series and it's it's good fun good fun okay on Netflix right now moving on to TV movies for the weekend and you have a classic western tonight in TG Cahar I don't know if it's the classic you think it is. It's 1960s, oh, The Unforgiven, okay. not okay. Unforgiven. So this yeah, is yeah. Di- directed by, the de is what makes yeah, it Yeah, it's the de. <laughs> This is d- directed by John Huston, and it's kind of a reverse of another classic Western, The Searchers. In The Searchers, of course, John Wayne heads off to rescue a young girl who's been kidnapped by Apaches. In this, the Zachary family have their quiet life upended when a stranger arrives in town and starts to spread rumours that their adopted daughter, Rachel, played by Audrey Hepburn, I think it's probably her only Western, uh, is actually a kidnapped Kiowa Native American. So they have to kind of band together and defend themselves against the racist town folks and the vengeful Kiowa who have come looking for who they think is somebody who was kidnapped years ago. Then Saturday on RT2 at a quarter past midnight. It's a bit late, but what better time to watch In the Heat of the Night oh, yeah. from 1967. Uh, Sidney Poitier plays, they call him Mr. Tibbs, Virgil Tibbs. He's arrested passing through a, a southern town by the racist chief of police. And uh, he proves not only his own innocence, but... Uh, the guilt of another man so it's a great classic movie fantastic and then and one I know that you really like love on this one Sunday yeah. on BBC One 11.40 Children of Men from 2006 it's a great film it's set in a dystopian very near future mm. it's not that far yeah where infer- infertility has threatened mankind with extinction but a last child has been born and a disillusioned, disillusioned, I've gone into Sean Connolly, disillusioned <laughs> bureaucrat, Clive Owen, uh, has to become her unlikely champion. It's a great, it's a really well-realised world. It's a fantastic film with a great performance from Clive Owen. Yeah, lots of action in there as well. Uh, Niall, who was our mystery voice, but they're all getting it. It was the equaliser himself, Denzel Washington. Yeah, not William Shakespeare, as someone <laughs> said there. Uh, but yeah, there's no actual <laughs> recordings, I don't think, of William Shakespeare. <laughs> But uh, thank you so much for all your messages. We will pick a winner very, very shortly. Niall, as always, thank you so much for jam-packed real reviews. We'll chat to you next week. Talk to you next week and happy National Cinema Day tomorrow. Yes, happy National Cinema Day. The 11 to 1 show. Lewis Capaldi, wish you the best in LMFM's 11 to 1. I have details of how you could be going to Paris to watch Ireland take on South Africa in the rugby. That's coming up right after the job search. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes. Backed by Bordgosh Energy. Replace your old inefficient gas boiler with Local Heroes. Visit localheroes.ie. Mr. Price Dundalk requires assistant managers for their Dundalk stores. To apply, please contact recruitment at mrprice.ie. DK Motors requires both qualified mechanics and apprentice mechanics to join their team at Kilberry Cross and Navin. You can send your CV to Derek at dkmotors.ie. Amstrad Corporate Services Limited require an assistant company secretary for their Drogheda office. Prior experience in a COSEC or legal secretarial function is needed. Please send your your CV by email to ursula.smith at amstrad.com. 
Assistant Farm Manager required for immediate start on dairy farm in Kentstown County Mead. You must have experience in dairy farming. Position includes free accommodation on the farm and competitive salary. To apply, please contact 085 Don't forget all the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Gosh Energy for gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation. Visit localheroes.ie LMFM want to send you to Paris to watch the big one Ireland versus South Africa on September 23rd so you could be winning the ultimate rugby experience. What are we giving you? Well, we've got return flights three nights in Paris which sounds heavenly and gold category match tickets with hospitality it is an unbelievable prize to win the atmosphere is just going to be so electric in Paris and so far we have qualifiers for this we have Ashlyn Concanon she was our qualifier on Monday Candice Whitfield was Tuesday's qualifier Denise Byrne was Wednesday's qualifier and Sinead Cullen is Thursday's qualifier today it could be you entering couldn't be easier all you have to do is text LMFM to 57 886-57886 and uh, your texts will cost you €2.50 plus your standard rate. You have to be over 18 to enter and of course you're playing across the wireless Ireland station uh, network of stations. The lines will close at 5pm today. We're going to call one person back at random. You need to answer a very simple test of skill and you could be qualifying for the final draw next Monday, September 4th. Full terms and conditions lmfm.ie Okay, so LMFM Tiff the number 57886 and it could be you. Best of luck to you. There's Kings Leon, you somebody on LMFM's 11 to 1 winners of our Omniplex tickets on the way and our coveted Keep Cup and I've got music from One Direction. The 11 to 1 show. Congratulations to Adam in Rush. You are going along to the Omniplex Cinema and also Deirdre, you are getting our coveted Keep Cup for your correct answer for Fionn's Friday Floor Filler song. Now getting back to the music, here's One Direction. Little things. One Direction finishing the show. That's my lot for today and for this week. Thank you so much to all of our guests and to you for your company. Have a great weekend and I'll chat to you Monday. Listen back to the 11 to 1 show podcast on lmfm.ie or the LMFM app. With Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt, choose from our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt, the best in motoring here for you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.